Ghost Adventures is the sole property of the Ghost Adventures crew and Scripps LLC. We're not in any way affiliated with any of them, we just like watching them do their thing. So if you like Ghost Adventures too, support the crew in the Travel Channel. Also, this podcast has profanity in it, so take whatever precautions you feel are necessary. Welcome to another episode of Insanely Haunted, the show where we watch and review every episode of Ghost Adventures. My name is Max. I'm Cassie. And I'm Izzy. And I'm Chuck. Welcome, friends, to the show. Thank you. It's good to be here and sunny wherever we are. It's good to have you. We're happy that you're here, and uh, we're happy that you joined us for this episode in particular, because Izzy, I'm told that you have some background experience that may factor into our uh, exploration that we recently concluded of the Old Licking County Jail. Yes, um, we, my family lives in the Bedford, Indiana County Jail, or rather what used to be the Bedford County Jail, and my mom runs a and b so if you want to sleep in the possibly somewhat haunted jail over there, look look her up on Airbnb. That's okay. awesome. Fantastic. Did you ever experience any hauntings while living there? Yes. There were actually too many probably to talk about, but there are oh. some major ones. Like the night before I moved to Bloomington for college, I slept on a mattress on the ground in my room, which is in the tower, which is Mm -hmm. where the uh, sheriff's family used to live. And so in the middle of the night, I got like sleep paralysis and I felt this like what felt like a dog snout sniffing my face and kind of like nuzzling into my head. And then suddenly it's like these the dog starts digging into my face with like it's like clawed feet and I'm like ow this hurts ow 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 and then I like was like what the hell is happening and I woke up and I was too scared to like pull the blankets away and then I got up and like freaked out and went to my parents room like I can't be in there and that's not the only dog ghost like it like the first ghost I ever experienced was a dog ghost Really? Super weird. And like my little brother and my cousin were in the room next to that one time, like years later. And they were just like staying up real late, doing their thing. And they heard like the dog clacks, like dog feet clacking on the tiles. Whoa. And they were like, what the heck is this? And suddenly there was like this howling sound in the room. And they both flipped out and they were like, Whoa. oh my God, what is this? And, like, Aaron, my cousin, was on top of this bunk bed, and my little brother literally just, like, ran up into the bunk bed, and they, like, hid there with covers over their heads. Yeah, that sounds really spooky. So have you ever considered calling the Ghost Adventures crew into your home to do an investigation there? Well, you know, that it's funny because my mom knows ghost hunters, and they thought about doing something, but she's like, I don't want to mess with these guys. I have to live with them. You can ghost hunt everywhere mm-hmm. else, but like, don't ghost hunt here. Yeah, that's a good call, I'd say, because it seems like, as we've talked about on the show so many times, that like they don't help 
Yeah, they, they don't. just sort of they make don't. it worse. They, don't. they start things off. So <laughs> yeah, like and- we already said, this was one from uh, uh, the ninth season, I guess. Old Licking County Jail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in Licking County, Ohio, mm-hmm. and this is a jail that was built in 1889. Yeah, just like our jail. Oh wow. Oh yeah. Oh, so like this is like contemporary. They were about the same. Like, um, like, yeah, I want to say like 1860 to 1890 in that range. I'm not sure. My mom knows all this stuff. Cool. Well, I just want to say this episode opens with a a classic Ghost Adventures walk and talk segment. Oh, it was fantastic. We haven't seen one of these in so long where Zach is just like marching grimly towards the camera, giving us a little bit of history. (laughs) Really took me back. Different, different takes or not different takes, but different uh, angles, different angles, different shots where it looks like he's just doing one long walk while he's looking at the camera. We get the the line, in many ways, a jail is worse than a prison. (laughs) Which is an interesting (laughs) idea. It kind of makes sense. Given that a jail is for after you've been after you've been sentenced in prison is for short term. Yeah. So this is like the stopover yeah. before you between when you like get arrested and when you go on trial. So yeah, sure, there are some ways in which this is this is bad. But he didn't really explain why. <laughs> no, he just like said that and was like, Alright, moving on. He can't explain ghosts, he can't explain that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't look to this, don't look to Zach Bagans for any kind of explanation on anything. Um, <laughs> to sort of give us some background, we meet a guy named Eric, who used to be a cop and is now a ghost hunter, and I prefer that. <laughs> if every cop in the yeah. world could just get into ghost hunting instead, that'd be great. Oh, Bean, <laughs> um, I got to Bean, oh. So he's he's part of a group called the United Paranormal Project. <laughs> UPP. United Paranormal Project. Oh. Uh, and he is an interesting person. He they've talks, been here a lot. Yeah, he talks about how they've caught verbal language in the prison, how they, how people have gotten scratches on the back of the neck, but doesn't really provide any pictures of No, we don't talk this. about the scratches. He um, just throws that out there and then it's gone. Yeah, that'd be something you would want to document, right? For proof? Yeah, like, hey, I came in here. Proof in a ghost hunting show? Get out of here. (laughs) This show has a very strange relationship with proof that we can talk about once they start recording evidence um, that I would love to get y'all's opinions on. Uh, but But before we can really learn too much about Eric, they do sort of a little impromptu mini investigation because some folks are hearing footsteps. Like in the interview with with, uh, with Eric. Eric. And Zach's being very dramatic during this oh, whole yeah. thing. He's like, did, did you just hear footsteps? I thought I heard something. <laughs> we should go take a look. Oh my God. And, and they do. <laughs> and this leads... <laughs> any noise i'm on it (laughs) let's go look at it this leads us into an explanation about the famous ghost here a man named uh and i'm gonna pronounce it the way zach does carl etherington who was arrested i forget the he was situation he was was a saloon raid he was a prohibitionist and he shot a policeman in a raid. I wrote that part down. Yeah. Zach stresses that he shot the cop in self-defense, but still the community banded together to get justice for this perceived slight. So I'm kind of confused as to why he would... So as an abolitionist, was he kind of like doing a citizen's or uh, a riot raid of a 
a, a place that was distributing liquor because why would he get... How would he have been on the opposite side of the cops if he was an abolitionist? Yeah, unless the cops were like involved in speakeasy oh, business. Shit. I'm sure some were. Yeah, and maybe the whole town was just really into getting drunk and they're just like, fuck it's you. Ohio. You need to get drunk. Because <laughs> there's nothing else to do. So, regardless of the circumstances around the death of the police officer, Carl is in jail, and I don't know if you'll... I mean, this is pretty obvious, probably, to say out loud, but cop killers don't do great in jail. No. Typically, there's a lot of looking the other way. I was about to say, you'd think the other prisoners would be like, hey, good job, bro. What's up, bud? Yeah. Right. Uh, but the other prisoners did nothing... The other prisoners and the people who ran the jail did absolutely nothing to stop the mob that came in to get Carl. And not only did they kill him, they lynched him in the town square. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some pretty so graphic fun. photos of this. That's a little overkill. Was that a photograph of him being lynched, or was that, like, edited? I think that was edited. Yeah, it okay. was edited. Yeah, because, well, like, hopefully. they killed him, and then they lynched him. Well, that's to make an example out of him. Yeah, and Zach calls this Newark-style justice. Oh, my <laughs> it's God. It's really funny to me. I wonder if he's getting confused with Newark, New Jersey. <laughs> I really hope so. Yeah. <laughs> well, Zach is from Nevada. He doesn't know shit about uh, the Anything? East Coast. Yeah, like, what do, you, what do you know about Jersey? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and so while they're, after we hear this story, apparently we hear about a couple of EVPs that Eric caught mm-hmm. um, that, that sort of tie into that. They, one is supposed to have said, I'm Carl. And the other is supposed <laughs> to have said, help me. Um, and the, so because of this, Zach is like, well, we've heard footsteps. You got EVPs. Let's do some EVP right now. And things apparently cool off immediately they they both are like feeling very electrified Mm -hmm. but then they get no evps and then that electric feeling subsides completely so yeah Yeah. it kind of begs the question why that sequence got left in Mm -hmm. Uh, because i don't know if y'all felt this this episode felt really short to me it really did yeah it was like they tried finding stuff there was no closure with the family no absolutely not we'll get to that family so zach ends up doing a, a live EVP recording which is where he's got the, the the earbuds in and he's listening to it as it's happening and he says that he feels like an energy rush and then Nick's battery gets drained and then soon after we hear about is it May Varner uh, who was a lady who was in the jail at one point and apparently she lit herself on fire which is a terrible way to die yeah this is also the first place we hear about a woman who is referred to as the matron of the jail mm-hmm. which I can't imagine that's a official title it might matron? be because there was a men's section and a woman's oh, section oh okay so she was, oh that's the same in our jail really yeah there's like the women's jail that's on the top floor and there's uh, only two cells in it but there's like a smaller bed in one of the two women's cells with a bigger bed because if a woman had children and <gasps> she didn't have anybody to take care of them prison baby they'd have to be in there too no oh my god Oh. So that's Bedford for you. Wow. 
I mean, that's how you used to get out of of lynchings back in the day. It was like, yeah, I'm pregnant. And they're like, ah, well, I guess we can't lynch you. And we can still put you in jail, though. Yeah, like, that doesn't... Ah, history. We learn after this about Davey, who is the sort of star of this episode of Ghost Adventures, Mm -hmm. if one can say. Uh, Davey was caught on film by Eric's group and supposedly is very, very scary to them. They even have a photo of Davey that just kind of looks like a double exposure of a person standing in a wall or standing in a corner like Blair Witch Mm -hmm. style. They also, uh, Eric shares some EVPs that they caught. One says, I'm Davey. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of these EVPs that um, Aaron, Eric, Eric shared uh, sounded like him whispering. It sounded like there was a person's (laughs) voice. It was was a little too clear and a little too similar like his voice, but I just wanted to be like recordings from that old show, Davey and Goliath. (laughs) Like, and, we're talking so about. the the other thing about Davy is that he apparently is attached to one of Eric's friends in the ghost hunting crew. Mm-hmm. Um, and they call this young woman in. Her name is Misty. And Misty believes that the ghost of Davy has followed her home and is now starting to mess with her sister and her father. And she believes this because, well, they've been experiencing things at home, but she said that one of the, was it an EVP that they caught or a voice box oh, yeah. voice? Yeah, said, it was um, a voice box. When asked about Miss, Misty, the voice said, we love her. And so they assume that it is Davy, the ghost. Like, it's funny that it was we love her. Yeah, yeah. And not I love her. Can I also point out, too, between Eric and now Misty, we forgot about the old woman and her dead sensing dog. That was in there somewhere before. Oh my oh, yes, god, before that's right. She's next. She's next. Oh, she's next? All right. Before we meet Misty, we call Misty to corroborate all this. And while we're I... waiting on Misty, that's when we meet the old woman named Chrissy. Uh, no, Carla. I'm sorry. Carla and her dog, Shaq. <laughs> Shaq! <laughs> She's a little... A little chihuahua, a little white chihuahua little with white beautiful, chihuahua. like her, their Very faces match one another. Boy. Yeah. Looked like a little for the picture. And he is the ghost detector. Zach compares him to Aaron <laughs> because they use Shaq as like an indicator for when ghosts are here. And apparently that's Aaron's purpose. Uh, and he Carla's here there. to show off a video she took wherein we see what looks like a moving apparition. And that's interesting. I don't really yeah. have an explanation for it. I mean, It is interesting. You can see it. It could be a person. It could be like they, they did some clever video editing, but that seems like it's a little bit above the heads of these folks. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, I don't think they would have. No. It was just it, I don't dog. think anybody over here is using After Effects. You know what I mean? Yeah, nah. Shaq knows how to use After Effects. <laughs> Shaq has an Adobe more. certification. Check his LinkedIn page out. Oh my God, honestly. So, we end up uh, seeing Misty's home. She lives with her dad and little sister. In a very Ohio house. I was struck. I was struck by the lack of decor in the house. It's it's so barren. It's yeah. extremely barren. No, that's not true. There are two mounted deer heads on the wall. Oh, that's so true. There is oh, you're right. decor. That's all but that like, man needs. But, but even in the daughter's... Uh, the, the Misty's room, it was very barren. And so I'm wondering, like, if they just moved or, like, is there a reason to be concerned? Because, like, I don't know. Uh, well, Dad doesn't seem to be so strong on the ghost-believing things. Dad is um, is pretty off. I, I don't know. He doesn't seem to be enjoying being interviewed about ghosts. No, he's not taking it seriously. No, he's really not. No. He, like, squeezed on the half the couch... 
with his daughter, like as far yeah. away. He's got secrets. As he could. Misty's dad and Misty's sister are like right next to each other, and then there's like two feet of distance before you get to Zach on the couch. Oh, you gotta leave room for the dick. <laughs> right. Leave room for the ghost. And so Zach and the boys get Misty's dad to agree to allow them to do sort of an impromptu ghost hunt. In their home. In their home that they live in. And the goal here is to get the ghost off of Misty's trail. Zach says he wants to intercept this relationship from doing any more. Yeah, I wouldn't wouldn't trust them. They have camera equipment. They can do anything. my daughter to be here by herself in the middle of the night with a bunch of dudes. Who work for the Travel Channel. Does that make it better or worse that it's the Travel Channel? I think it makes it much worse. Yes. They do this impromptu investigation, and the the main piece of evidence that comes out of this is that they use the SB7 spirit box, and they get a voice that seems to say the exact same thing as a voice that Eric's crew got when they were in the jail, which is just, hey, Misty. Um, never mind that it seems to be a totally different voice. Nobody, nobody seems to care much about that. Mm-hmm. Right. It's just like another voice. Mm-hmm. They also brought the REM pod along with them, which goes crazy whenever anybody gets near it. But it seems to me that that is like the purpose of That's the device. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> All those devices are so loud. Why yeah. is it so loud to hunt ghosts? You should be quiet. You ha- you scare them. Yeah. Well, also, yeah. you want to <laughs> <laughs> wanna catch their voice. It's hard to do that when you're blasting white noise everywhere or beeps. Um, uh, did anyone notice Zach's boots? Yeah, they're huge they're and stompy. <laughs> and the fact he didn't take they're them off so in another stompy. man's home. Right? That was really Very rude. Yeah, Zach is the only guy wearing shoes. The actual people who live here are in their sock feet, but Zach, no, no, no. It's a, it's a sh- sign of dominance. Honestly, everything about him is a show of dominance. I'm from mm-hmm. Nevada. I hunt ghosts. And I wear belt buckles. Look Hello, at my name is Zach. <laughs> did he have a wallet chain? Probably. Crash Bandicoot does, but that's a different podcast. (laughs) Oh, wait, what about the Class A clear? Yes, okay, I want to talk about this, because this is the first time in the history of Ghost Adventures that they have put a characteristic on the Class A definition. Right. Never never before. Nine seasons, and this is the first one. Nine fucking seasons, and they have never elucidated what it means when they say an EVP is a Class A EVP, except for now. When they're saying that clarity is apparently part of it. Oh, that's much better to know that. Thank you, Zach. Now, we've had like conversations about whether an EVP is intelligent, which means that like it's responding to what you're saying. But never before has he indicated any sort of rubric by which an EVP may be judged to be class A or class B or whatever. We don't even know how many classes there are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just like if you know what a class A EVP is, will you please write it in and tell me? Class I'm, I'm, F for fuck, that's bad. Yes, honestly, it was not obvious. Quick, no, call Dan Aykroyd. Ask him. <laughs> he might know. Honestly, Dan Aykroyd might be on it. He should know it. So that's basically it for the pre-lockdown phase. They invite the family over to review the EVP evidence and stuff at the jail for whatever reason. That's a weird move. And it's like a a traumatic event for Misty because Zach's like... She's fucked up over this. She's just just auditioning it out. Oh, look at... Look at this, look at that. And by the way, we never check in to make sure that they actually got rid of those ghosts no. in the house. Zach was no, stirring somewhat. 
he's like, you guys, you need to leave her alone. You need to leave this house. That's all it takes. Just got to be stern with him. But it's like, Zach, you're not an exorcist. This house is clean. (laughs) If anything, he makes things worse because he he ruffles up the spirits and uh, says mean things to them. And uh, like the girl was pretty clear in that she wanted him and the boys to get rid of these ghosts. And I don't think him giving the ghost a talking or two is going to do it. A ghost yeah. trap would no, help better. No, it was just better. ghost scolding. Yeah. So the actual lockdown begins with something we haven't seen in a long time, which is the epic fist bump. Mm-hmm. Doosh, doosh. Yeah, was it like a gunshot behind it? Like sound effect? Yeah, that's the fist like, bump doosh. sound effect. They always do that, and I love it. Well, so you fist bumps don't sound like that naturally? <laughs> uh, maybe I'm just doing it wrong. I don't know. Maybe Zach has a button. You gotta cock your wrist first. Just a... <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's his belt buckle. He just like... Pokes his bell button whenever he does a a fist bump. Yeah. Um, There is a they introduced the idea of the combination night vision and infrared like heat sensing camera. The Frankenstein camera. So many camera accessories. Yeah. It doesn't become like relevant until much later in the episode, but they want you to know that they have it right now. Um, And almost immediately they start hearing noises and stuff. And my favorite takeaway from this part was that Aaron is, like, asking it to count like a horse. (laughs) He says, you're intelligent. Can you do two knocks? (laughs) It's the incredible Mr. Ed, the ghost. (laughs) Zach yells, do this. And then he, like, slams his foot on the ground. And then they realize, Zach's like, wait a second. And he walks over to the end of the hallway. And he notices that there's, like, cardboard covering up a hole in the wall. Or is it a window? Like, there's, uh-huh. there's nothing there. And he's, like, moving it. Anyway, they debunk the the banging noise as just the cardboard going back and forth. He calls it convection. <laughs> Which, okay. All right. Oh, my God. Conve- you know oh words God, about really it. He called it wind convection. Oh, that's so sweet. Anyway, whatever. Um, to their credit, and you know I don't like to give the Ghost Adventures crew credit for anything, but to their credit, they decide that they're not going to do any ghost hunting on this floor of the building because that window would contaminate any other evidence. So like, okay. That's almost great. science. Yeah. They decide to go to the... <laughs> that, is, that is almost <laughs> science. You're right, Izzy. They decide to go to the fourth... Oh, wait, sorry. No, they, they declare the fourth floor as contaminated. And then there's, the, of course, the big <laughs> giant red letter contaminated on the screen. Yeah. It's got the corona. <laughs> they also do the debunked graphic across the screen. I know. That was beautiful. I'm so proud. They debunked themselves. Yes. Very good. Very good. Look, we're idiots. <laughs> <laughs> In probably the longest single section of this episode, Zach takes his damn sweet time slowly descending the stairs into the basement dungeon. It took him like five minutes to get down the stairs. Yes. With his new special microphone that's wired into a wireless producer that can, so everybody can hear what he's hearing. (laughs) I was surprised that he didn't make Aaron go in first. I know. Maybe Aaron got mad about the dog comparison and he's trying to be nice to him. (laughs) Wait, what? He compared Aaron to to Shaq earlier. Wait, what? I missed that. Aaron, he's like... He talks to Carla and he's and Carla's like, uh, Shaq can sense the ghosts and the ghosts react to him. And, Aaron, and Zach says, oh, so he's kind of like the Aaron of your ghost event, of oh, your investigation crew. Hmm. Okay, yeah, maybe Aaron was like, that hurt hey, my man, feelings. That wasn't funny. Yeah. Just because the ghosts are real doesn't aren't real doesn't mean my feelings aren't. I thought he was. I thought you were gonna say he was comparing his looks to no, the dog. Okay, that's a little too mean. Even that for is Zach. too mean. Yeah. 
so he starts to ask about Misty. He starts to ask, like, are you mad that we went over to her house to get you out of there? Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. He says, are you mad because we broke up the relationship between you and Misty? <laughs> like they're dating. Oh, so they're on a they're on a break. <laughs> Those work out and so he, well. Like, through that temper tantrum in the corner where he's like, I'm angry at myself. Yeah, he's like, I'm angry at myself because I have been in hundreds, if not thousands, of dark, scary places alone. But I am a scaredy, scaredy cat right now. (laughs) Uh, He gets an EVP that, I don't know about y'all, but to me it just sounded like his feet shuffling. Right. Yeah. He's like, it's to kingdom come. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> come on. And he, and he has to explain that to us. He's like, uh, it is a reference from the Bible that could mean the world beyond or the apocalypse. <laughs> if we're watching shows like Ghost Hunters, we've read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Also, I think it's, I don't know, like he's referencing the Bible, but he's not actually referencing the prayer that contains that, those words. I don't know. I found that interesting. It's like he kind of knows... But he doesn't. He hasn't read the Bible. He hasn't, but he has a cross on his finger and uh, I believe on his back too. He's got an angel Poser. on his back. But if he's like a a follower of Father Crack, then I get it that he probably doesn't know any actual prayers. Are you all whatever. familiar with the exorcist Father Jack Ashcraft? <laughs> <laughs> his no. name is Father Jack Ashcraft and he is he runs a blog called Bare Knuckled Preacher. Ooh. Uh, and you can buy exorcisms from him for low, low prices from his website. Does Who's he that? punch the ghosts? Because it sounds like he should punch the ghosts. It sounds like he goes in and he goes and boxes the ghosts. Yeah, but I don't know. Sounds like he's on a WWE, whatever. <laughs> sounds like a wrestler. Oh, God, it's Priest Ashcraft coming from the rafters. <laughs> From the top line. Oh. Father, 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 ash, 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 crack, crack. Oh. Wait, who's who's the other exorcist that belongs to the Bishop James Long? James Long. Okay, the what is it? The, the um, United States Old Catholic Church. Old Catholic Church. That's right. Okay. Oh boy, but we don't bring in any of those folks. We just like to think fondly back on the episodes where they were here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach gets too spooked out, and he tags in a Nick so that Nick can do some spirit box stuff. Now, okay, we like to he sort wants of to punch out the ghosts. Get Nick in there to punch the ghosts. I, I like to take a moment when we have new guests and just run you through some basics here. Have you all ever heard of the SB7 spirit box? I heard that that's a lot of numbers and letters and it makes a loud noise. It does. Uh, the SB7 spirit box, I assume SB stands for spirit box. Probably. It's a device very that redundant. Yes, it's, it is. it's extremely redundant. It's, it's on the level of ATM machine. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> It's a device which cycles through FM and AM radio frequencies. And the idea is that by broadcasting, by taking those unused, stress that, unused AM and FM frequencies and converting them into sound, somehow this allows spirits to, quote, speak through the white noise, end quote. And that is how it's always explained and I don't know what it means, um, but it is apparently a, a very popular ghost hunting tool. And that's why it is so loud and annoying is because it's just sweeping through unused FM radio and AM radio stations right. and playing the white noise that's found on those. So because there's been a history of SP7 activity, that's why they're using it. For 40 minutes, they get nothing. nothing. And this is another... I, Izzy, it's so funny that you mentioned that it's almost science. This is another <laughs> almost science thing that they do, which is if... 
you go for a long time without getting evidence and then you get evidence, that means the evidence that you got is stronger and better Ooh. in ghost hunting. The more you know. So this begs the question, of course, when they go into a place and they get a shitload of evidence, does that mean all of that evidence is bad? Because if you were to extrapolate logically from the idea that if I get 20 minutes with no voices and then a voice comes through, that's good evidence. Does that mean if I turn the spirit box on immediately and stuff comes through, does that mean that's bad oh, evidence? Oh, I see, I see, I see. You'd think, right? Mm -hmm. But they don't, they it's, don't I ever... Think it's, I think it's good evidence whenever they feel it's good evidence. <laughs> Yeah, they're like, does this make sense? Yeah. No. Absolutely. <laughs> sense in sure. a ghost show? Get out. <laughs> uh, this is also where we start running into the camera glitches. So after 40 minutes of basically nothing happening, which they felt a need to tell us about, um, <laughs> Nick starts complaining of pressure on his chest, which this has happened many times, especially with Aaron Goodwin, poor guy uh, who repeatedly has exhibited heart attack symptoms. So he's complaining about pressure on his chest, Nick is, and says that he hears a noise, and then one of the cameras goes out. Just snap, gone. And Nick hears noises up where that camera is located. So he goes to check. The battery seems to be totally dead. Nick changed the battery. The camera's back on. Literally 12 seconds after he puts that new battery in, the camera dies again. So that has to automatically be a problem with the ghosts, not the camera. It couldn't possibly be that right. your camera's, the like interface between the battery and the cameras Something's is, going, is going wrong. Yeah. It has to be ghosts. Yes. Spooky. And Nick says to the ghost... Do you know who Misty is? Oh, and then they the hear a, I would classify this as class Z response. <laughs> that <laughs> If we're going at like alphabetically, meaning best to worst, I would classify this as class C, uh, as in zebra. And it's apparently a male voice because they like to gender voices in the show. And, um, and but you can't hear what it's saying, so... Yeah. Um, and is this the part where Nick gets very jittery and he's like yes. jumping around and like yes. hopping all over the place? And he meets the boys again. He has to go back to, to meet with them and tell them about how, how weird it is. So this is the second time oh in the God, show yeah. so far that like one out. of these professional ghost hunters has been so spooked that they had to stop investigating to go get friends. Maybe Zach's uh, scaredy catness has been rubbing off on Nick and Aaron. Maybe not Aaron so much yet, but yeah, Aaron seems fine. Yeah. Well, uh, he hasn't been forced to go in first. I feel like it's right as they start getting evidence, that's when they run away. Yeah. Oh, no, we can How be disproved. <laughs> uh, this is the... So now they send... This is the part that got me super fucking excited, because they send Billy up to replace the camera battery a third time. We were hoping for a screen. So ready for that. Um, but I guess nothing happened. Because they don't even show footage of him doing that. And while he's doing that, the rest of the crew goes down into the dungeon again. But the camera goes out again. A third time. So they all head back up to where Nick was earlier. All three of them. And Zach... Okay, so this is part... Remember how I said the Frankenstein camera was not important until later? It's important now uh, because they see an anomalous heat source manifest on a wall and they, they talk at great length about how like this couldn't be a reflection. It's like someone's leaning against the wall, but aren't ghosts cold? Yeah. Yeah. Unless it's, it's like a demon. tiny dots down the camera. Yes. And then they go and, away. But exactly. Um, the only thing is demons are supposed to be hot, but also oh. cold sometimes. It's a Frankenstein. 
That's my assumption. It's a it's it's a ghost demon. Yeah. It's a it's a it's the ghost of a Frankenstein who became a demon. Okay. Yes. Uh, and then there is some more spirit box stuff, but absolutely nothing comes through as usual. And to wrap up the investigation, which at, at this point I was like, they're really already done? Mm-hmm. If, I don't know. And they bring Eric back yeah, in. Yeah, they just like kind of cut it off. And they're all sitting really, really close Everybody's together Everybody's crowded the around the computer. To show him the, was it the, oh, it was the EVP. Or the, yeah. the noises that don't sound like anything. But but they're like, doesn't it sound like like the spirit and they, they like, characterize it as a dragging noise and then eric says it sounds like there's a party going on yeah what the fuck uh, yeah, dude? I heard it just turns into the end of the shining where they're having the big party dude that was right. literally what i was thinking <laughs> while we were watching that it's like they're gonna turn the corner and there's a guy with the blood on his head he goes great party <laughs> well i was just struck by how close everyone was seated next together Versus how loud Zach was speaking. Oh, they want to be cozy. <laughs> I guess. Zach's a close talker generally. Like, anytime he does an interview with somebody, I always feel like he's standing way too close to them. Mm-hmm. But it's he's just, so loud. And that's why they scooted so far away from him on the couch. They were like, don't <laughs> you do it. This guy's energy is way too much. Tone it down. Boy. Yeah. <laughs> how intense do you think it is to be in a room with Zach Bagans? I'm sure it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Oh, I could feel it through the through the screen. Like, oh, this guy's energy is like way too much. It's called Zach energy. Big Zach energy. Now that's yeah. a class Z VP right there. Zach Bagans talking too close to you. <laughs> uh, at, that's basically the end of the episode. Eric says that he hears a voice that sounds like Davey and all that dragging. Um, whatever. Super easy to say. Who cares? Um, oh, what was your uh, favorite part, Izzy? Oh my gosh. I'm like... I think I liked the dog. The ghost hunter dog was yes. good. Yeah, he's great. All five seconds of him um, we got. That's that's the real oh, enemy of this episode. <laughs> I liked the random non-related like cutscenes they put in. Like the old yes. lady with the wrinkly mouth screaming. Yeah. She like showed up like three times. I think that's supposed to be for like the and commercial then, bumps. Yeah, but like. Then there was, like, this doll that was, like, being lit on fire and its eyes were, t- like, moving back. And, like, that has nothing to do with this episode at all. It's just, like, random scary things. They're like, ooh. Yeah. Here's but, a like, scary yeah. image. I know. Um, How about you, Chuck? Oh, that dog had to be the absolute winner of this episode. Yeah. Like, I need a dog like that now. Or just scolding the ghosts away. Yeah. That's that's bad ghosts. Shoot. You get out of here. You've been a mean boy. Go sit in the corner. No way, that's where you were. Get out of the corner. How about you, Max? I think it's the dog. This is Shaq. Mm-hmm. I loved Shaq. Yeah. Stole the show. I really liked yes. I really liked the dog. I also really liked the intro where Zach was saying that jails are worse than prisons. And we got that classic <laughs> I mean it's a classic intro. Yeah. Classic. It's that classic yeah. walk and talk. Yeah. Oh, somebody's oh. got the big boy bikes out. Oh boy! Oh, here comes a special yeah, sorry boy. Sorry about that. It's okay. That's fine. I don't care. Uh, this brings us to this brings us to. Well, I'll leave it in because you know everybody's got to know. Now that person knows that everyone knows how manly they are. How manly. Um, so manly. This is where we usually do a segment of the show called uh, Tweet Watch. And it might be. Oh, there's yes. some stuff. This is going to be a really short Tweet Watch. He's only tweeted once since the last time we recorded. Um, oh. Holy shit! Well, this is where we go to Zach Bagans' Twitter and just see what he's up to. And, uh, whew, okay, so he's 
quote tweeted a video of a person who is doing a cooking video as a clown, a scary clown, making a cake for Zach Bagans' birthday. And the only thing Zach has added to this video is... <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Can you read her or their, uh, their tweet? Yes. Happy birthday at Zach Bagans. Pokey made you a cake. Strangely, it tasted like a roll of nickels. Which... Don't know are why. they that's, putting those knives in it? Let's say, is that kind of like a blood thing? Tasting like money? Iron. They're no. using really sharp knives to, to smash stuff. And there's is, knives scattered all over the table. This has that, like, how-to-basic energy. Yeah. Oh, oh this oh, is too chaotic for me. Chewing with mouth open. Uh, but Ew. anyway, Zach has quote-tweeted this, and he just says, Thanks for making me a cake, Pokey. <laughs> <laughs> great. That's it. That's um, some great energy. Maybe, Maybe we can look at Aaron Goodwin's Twitter. It's Aaron, oh, it's I guess it's Zach's birthday today that we're recording because Aaron is wishing no him a way. birthday. Look at that. Happy birthday, Zach. Okay, Aaron mostly just retweets people, so I don't really want to. I don't want to blow any of them up. Yeah, I guess there's nothing really going on with the Ghost Adventures crew right now. Yeah, Shame. they're sheltering they're in place. They are. Oh, they're used to being on lockdown. <laughs> so this must be easy for them. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're like oh. Let's just look for ghosts in our own houses this time. They should do that. Why don't they do that? Well, they, they did do that. They went to Aaron's place. Oh, that's right. Recently. But we didn't see it because we don't have TV. Yeah. Cable, sorry. Shucks. Thanks for joining us yeah. today, folks. Thank you guys for having us on. Yeah, yeah. thank you for this being on our show. Would you be interested in coming on again? Of course. Oh, heck yeah. Any more reasons to use these awesome. mics? That's wonderful. Yeah, this was awesome. Yay! Well, I guess then all we have left to say is thanks for listening. Uh, this is our 101st episode. Yeah. So that's a heck of a record oh for us. Oh my gosh! Congrats. Um, and if you <laughs> and we you. have a uh, uh, we have so much to thank you for. So many uh, years of making this show. A uh, hundred thousand downloads. Thank which you. Which at time Ooh. of recording we're not yes. there yet, but I'm sure we'll get there by the time this goes out. Thank you to our patrons who support us. I know right now is a tough time to be. Um, Help, like helping out financially. but And even if you sign up at the $3 a month level, you still get access to the Discord. You get the bingo, bingo cards, cards and things like that. Yeah. Um, it, whether or not that's up, to, it's totally up to you whether that's affordable or not. And we don't, we don't shame anybody who uh, isn't ready to join the Discord yet because just sharing this podcast with your friends, telling people about it, listening to it, all of these are great ways to support us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we support you. This is a time when it's very hard to when it's very hard, and we all need to support one another. So yeah. we're here for you. Hopefully, our our podcast brings you some joy through your day, and yeah. So don't support, but don't visit your state and national parks. Stay safe. Yep. And I'd like to say a big stay safe. Stay th- safe. Stay safe. inside. Pretend you're on lockdown doing a ghost hunt, even though it's daytime. Ghost hunt in your house. Oh, ghost hunt your house. Yeah, yes. you can download a voice or a, what are they called? Let's see. I'm looking up right now on the Google Play Store. So let's do voice box or ghost. Let's do ghost. Oh, hunting. I've done let's that before. I've gotten ghost like detector. a voice box app. Nice. We've got, uh, let's see, best scoring. Here, just find we have uh, the ultimate ghost detector. It's got 4.2 stars. It's real EMF, EVP recorder. There's also the ghost detector, radar simulator, ghost hunting tools, ghost observer, simulated ghost detector and radar. There's a lot of these. There are many. We don't need to go through each individual one. I know. Um, 
I'd like to say a big thank you to our dear friend Leandra for making the logo that we use for this podcast. Thanks, Thanks for, for the, the hand. hand. And of course, thank you to you, the listener. We'll be with you again next week. Same everything. <laughs> I don't know why people still say that because it never changes. Uh, all because of our great friends at the Scavengers Network who help give us a place on the uh, internet to be. You can find more great scav- Scavengers Network shows at the Scavengers Network, um, uh, at scavengersnetwork.com, at Scavengers Network on Twitter, um, and at the Scavengers Network on Twitch, where there's lots of streaming happening. Hey, I do that. Oh, yeah, you can share your uh, handle if you'd like our listeners to, uh, to join you. Ah, okay, uh, um, yeah, I stream on Twitch uh, at Chef Eston, underscore on there. Very simple. Great. We do a lot of stuff. I'm going to get Izzy to be doing some handmade crafts on there soon. Oh, awesome. Uh, so, we'll have, we have fun. And Izzy, you have music, right? Oh, God. Yes, I do. You can find it uh, under Jank's Chiptune. Um, or just Janks on Spotify. Awesome. Great. Wonderful. Well, you know, I can't say it enough. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you again next week. As always, my name is Max. I'm Cassie. I was Chuck. And I'm Izzy. And you just heard... A Class A The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content. Hello and welcome to FMK All Day. I'm Erin. And I'm Elizabeth. And on this show, we play no-holds-barred f**k, Mary kill. <laughs> yes, it's true. Only we don't bleep out the bad words. No regrets. Each episode is under 15 minutes, and you can find us on the Scavengers Network and wherever you like to get your podcasts.